Because it's an all-late Sunday, I don't want to do that in a normal, boring, just-talking-to-you way. Let's do it with a bit of fun, uh, which hopefully will help the adults remember what the vision is for the year as well. So I need a good number of children to come and help me. Okay, please? Yeah, any children, just come out. If you're here and your children, you can come out if you want to. <laughs> so whilst they're coming out, just to explain uh, how this vision came about. Back in September, uh, the PCC... Uh, got together for a day on a Saturday uh, with some members of staff as well. We spent the day uh, praying and asking God what we currently do and what we currently do that works. And we also spent some time looking at the uh, parish spotlight, which tells us a little bit about what our village looks like in terms of population, who lives in our village, uh, what kind of people live in our village, what are their lifestyles like, their, uh, their days are like. And we came across the fact that there's a particular group of people within the village, particularly of Hancross, but also the villages around, that we could be doing more with, that we could be working more closely with. Now, I need someone relatively uh, tall. Francis, do you fancy helping us? Thank you. Come, uh, and if you feel brave enough to stand on this chair, that'd be great. Health and safety, stand on the chair. You don't normally get to stand on chairs in church, but Francis can. Now, uh, we'll explain Francis in a minute. Now I need, uh, let's have Toby and Sophia. Could you come here, please? Come here. And I need you to sit in these chairs for a second, okay? And the rest of you guys, I need you to stand in a group here. Just cuddle round uh, as if you, okay? And I want you to pretend for a moment that you're in church, okay? Some of the things you do in church, you can be singing, you can be praying, you can be having coffee. Okay, so you are at Slapham Church. You represent these guys, okay? But you're a bit more better looking than they are, okay? So uh, you represent the church, okay? So this is Slapham Church. Now over here, I want to introduce you, okay, to Steve and Sarah. Steve and Sarah are a fairly young couple who live in Hancross. They've got a young family and they've got three children, in fact. Uh, and Steve and Sarah lead very, very busy lives. Now, Steve here, stand up, Steve. Steve has a job that means he commutes to London. That means every morning at about half past six in the morning, Steve is out the door on the train and he goes or in the car, driving to Three Bridges. He gets on the train at Three Bridges. He drives to London and uh, he spends the day uh, in London working away. Can you work there for me, Tobes? Do some work. Um, OK, so that's Steve. Now, Steve's wife, uh, Sarah, did I say? <laughs> Can't remember the name. Uh, Sarah, uh, Sarah and her mouse, uh, have, um, have, they have three children. So Sarah has quite a busy life as well. Sarah gets up in the morning. Uh, just after Steve, she helps get the lunch ready for the kids. She gets them ready for school. They've got two children who go to primary school uh, and one child who's at nursery. So what she does first thing in the morning, about half past eight, she walks them all to Hancross School. Uh, she drops them off, uh, drops the two older ones, uh, walks home on the way. She drops the youngest one to preschool and then she carries on back home and she does a few chores. Not very many. because She hasn't got long because at 12 o'clock she's got to go back to preschool uh, to pick up her youngest child, take her youngest child home. Uh, and that's half of her day. Now, at some point in the morning, during the day, uh, something pops through her door. If I can find it. This thing called a parish magazine. It drops through the door and Sarah thinks, well, that looks good, but I'll, um, I'll put that on the table and I'll look at that later. Uh, and, and as she uh, goes to pick up her daughter from nursery, she picks up her daughter from nursery, takes her daughter home. The daughter has a health and safety form that she has to fill in. Uh, and uh, Sarah thinks, I'll put that on the table 
I'll fill that in later. Now, later in the day, it's time to pick up the, the, one, of the, one of the other children. Not both of them, just one of them, because the other one's got a club till 4 o'clock. So she picks up the child at 3.15, with obviously the other child, takes that child home, and, uh, and then uh, begins to uh, sit down and do some homework with that child. And 10 minutes later, she's got to walk back uh, to pick up the other child, who finishes at 4 o'clock, and then she drops that child uh, back home as well. And uh, that one's got uh, four forms to fill in about clubs that they want to do that term uh, and other various things. So she puts all those pieces of paper down on the table, says I'll deal with those later. Now it's time to start getting ready for tea. So she starts cooking, she starts preparing, she gives tea to the kids, she starts to get the kids in bed. Just as she's starting to get the kids into bed, uh, Steve comes home from work. Uh, He's had a long day, he's fairly tired, Uh, he's been reading the paper on the train, Uh, he comes back home He's exhausted. They put the kids to bed. They sit down uh, in front of the TV. Uh, the TV goes on. They're not really watching because what they're really doing is looking at their phones. Let's uh, just, uh, just borrow that. And uh, has anyone got a phone I can borrow for Toby? Thank you. It will come back to you. They sit on their individual phones. They're on Facebook. They're scrolling through. They're just catching up with the events of the day, absolutely exhausted and wiped out from that day. What we discovered when we had our day away and we looked at the parish spotlight is that this kind of setup actually makes up a huge percentage of Hand Cross, much bigger than you might think. And it's a group of people that we feel we're not reaching. But here at Saffron Hand Cross, these people here who are worshipping Jesus, who love Jesus, who love God, who have life experience themselves. Some of these guys are parents. Some of these guys have had young families. Some of these guys are busy commuters as well, and they know what it's like to live that life, but they also have something that these guys need. The only trouble is these guys don't even know that these guys exist. They don't even know that they're here. They don't even know about this Jesus. And what we want to do is is, is do one thing in three parts this year. The first is to make sure we are doing things for people like Steve and Sarah. So things like marriage courses, parenting courses, things that can help people to live those busy lives, but also know that there is support for them in that. And so the first part of our our vision for this year is to uh, reappoint a family outreach worker who will do Messy Church and the things that the Family Outreach Worker has done before, but also will work with the clergy to run marriage courses, parenting courses, and other things like that. That's priority number one, which we're going to be doing in the next few weeks, we hope. So that's the first part of the vision. The second part of the vision is the Paris magazine, which we love, has been buried on Steve and and Sarah's table and might get looked at later that week, but by then most of the stuff in it has passed and is out of date. They may not even get around to reading it at all. But what we wanted to do is create opportunities for these people here to know that these people exist. And so we really have a heart to increase our online presence. And I know that sounds like a really odd thing to have as a priority for the year, but we really feel actually, as whether we like it, whether we want to accept the truth or not, the fact is a huge percentage of our generation are online more than they are out in the public. And so what if, what if when Steve and Sarah get home late in the evening and they sit down and they open Facebook and they see that tomorrow morning there's a toddler group? And Sarah could take her youngest kid. 
Or what if they find out there's a marriage course and they're thinking, actually, our marriage could really do with some support. It would be great to be part of that. What if they found out that there was a church that cared about them and that was available for them and had things for them as soon as they logged online? And so the second part of our vision and mission and plan for this year as a whole benefit is we're applying to the diocese for a grant. And if we're successful in that grant, we want to appoint a communications outreach worker. Now, that's called that specifically. One, they will help with our communications, but specifically has the word outreach attached to it as well. So that everything we do online is missional and is seeking to reach out to the community. Now, what about this? <laughs> what has Francis got to do with any of this? Now, I don't know if you noticed. Just borrow that. Sorry. That's the right one. I don't know if you noticed, but um, twice in the day, or Steve, in Steve's day, he went this way. And he went to work and he came back this way. Six times in Sarah's day, she went this way. And she went that way. This is All Saints Church, which every day these guys walk past. What if in All Saints Church there was a hub that we could use to put on some of these things we're talking about? A missional centre right in the heart of Hancross. Now, we're blessed in Hancross because we have the hardware store who do so much. Les and Christina are a real blessing to our village. And I hope you know that. And I hope you appreciate everything they do for the mission of God in the village. And I hope you're praying for them regularly. But they can't and they shouldn't have to do that on their own. There are too many people out there who need Jesus for just the two of them to reach out to. So what if there was a hub in the centre of Hancross which, oh, there kind of already is, uh, that had the opportunity to put on events, to have a cafe, to have a drop-in, to have a space where people could come, even if just on the way to and from school, to drop in and find these people. If these people worshipped here in Slapham and continued to love Jesus and grow in their faith here, but then through the week found themselves uh, more in Hand Cross and more helping out at, at, at making themselves available here, running parenting courses here, running marriage courses here, maybe even doing messy church here, and then doing Alpha here, and all the different things that we could do in that building if it was fit for purpose. And therein lies the third part of our vision. Uh, we recently, um, uh, just before Christmas, met with a new... Uh, Francis, you're allowed to get down now if you want, if you're feeling a bit unsafe. Um, we recently uh, reapproached a new architect uh, who is, is, is... We're going to be talking about that at PCC on Monday night, uh, who we hope is going to give us a new vision uh, for All Saints. And that makes the third part of our vision. Now, I hope that that's exciting to you. Because uh, it certainly is to me. And I think that's, and this is just our focus for this year. That, now, that doesn't mean that by the end of 2018, we're going to have mastered all of these things. The idea is that by the end of 2018, we would have made significant progress in each of those things. That we would have appointed a family outreach worker who will be starting their work. That we would hopefully have appointed a communications outreach worker that would begin their work to reach out to the community. And that we would have made massive steps forward in the development of All Saints in Hancross. Now, why does that affect us here in Slapham? Because these are the people we're called to love and to serve. You guys can sit down. Thank you for your help. Thank you very much. And so what's the, the verse for the year, the hidden verse for the year? Um, when I was praying about it, I decided to have um, a verse of real faith. 
And it's the kind of verse that requires uh, more faith, I think, than we've ever exercised as a church, or certainly that I've ever exercised. Because the verse I want us to focus on for this year is that the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. That's my prayer for 2018. That the Lord will be adding to our number daily those who are being saved. And all of that stuff is to work towards that goal, is to work toward that end. And you might be sitting there thinking, well, that's impossible. Whereas I stand here thinking he's done it before, he can do it again. And why not now? Why not here in Sapham? Why not for the people we're praying for? Why not for the caring? Why not in 2018? And so uh, pray for Alpha, obviously, because that's a key part. We have got people coming to that who don't know Jesus. Let's pray for them. Uh, and let's pray for this vision. And uh, if you want to know more, uh, what we're going to do is after the, um, after the service this morning, uh, before we have tea and coffee, we're going to have a little Q&A. And you can ask me anything you want about that vision or anything else. Uh, so let's um, pray, shall we, before we do anything else. Can you stand to pray? That'd be great. Thank you that that you have uh, a vision for the year that can far exceed any vision we have. And I want to thank you for those words where you say that you can do more than we can ask or imagine. And so I want to pray that in this moment of waiting on you, you would increase our imaginations as to what you can do. And then do more than that, we pray. wherever you live, whether you live in Slapham or Staplefield or Handcross or Peace Pottage or Warninglid or you've come from further afield than that, even Horsham, Crawley, wherever you live, wherever you currently are, just ask God to place on your heart the people who live around you. And ask him, what can I do this year to let those people know that you exist.